0: Hi, I'm Brittany Bly. And I'm Anna Marie Newell and welcome to Pilot Lights. The podcast brought to you by two highly unqualified adults who break down pilot episodes of new and old TV shows. And just so you know, this
1: podcast comes with a permanent Spoiler Alert!
0: Marie. Hi Brittany. How's it going? Oh, it's going so well. How are you? Good. Welcome, listeners, to Take our Two. <laughs> <laughs> take two. What? Take two. I don't know. I'm feeling <laughs> out of it today.
1: Welcome to our episode. This is our last. Okay, this sounds crazy when we I say don't it.
0: Wanna... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Go what? No, I mean, okay, it's it's almost Christmas time, almost New Year's, so we are gonna take a tiny little break in between our episodes. Yeah. Um, how was your how was your week? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, my week was weird. I mean, it, it. I'm done with work, so like our last day was oh, the you 16th. Are? Yeah. So I'm. It didn't feel like the last day. So all mm-hmm. week I just felt very out of it. I mm. didn't buy like cards for my coworkers. Like I didn't do oh, any of that. I was like, okay yeah. bye. Jeez. But to be fair, nobody really did that for me either. Um I saw <laughs> <laughs> Avatar Way of the Water last night. You did? Uh huh. Which ended. Think? Well, so we saw it in IMAX 3D okay, and it was stunning, like mm. truly beautiful, truly stunning, made me want to go back to like the ocean sometime in my life. <laughs> um, but when it finished, I looked at Cammie and I went, what the hell was that storyline even? <laughs> like, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> it wasn't
1: even about. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Is that the second one that came out?
0: Yeah, it's the second one. The first one, I guess, came out a year ago. Honestly, to be completely frank and completely honest i had zero desire to see or i don't care about the script at all or Mm. the storyline but it was really beautiful so that's Mm really why i thought it It was three Mm -hmm. hours and 10 minutes long though three what hours no
1: that's like that's like two movies right there
0: oh it was a lot and i purposely didn't drink water before because i didn't want to get up and walk through a whole crowd you know how i am yeah did you get popcorn um we got dinner so i got some pizza and then clarissa got popcorn so sometimes i only want to go see a
1: movie in the theater because i want the popcorn i'm like oh i'm craving popcorn let's go see a movie and it's like i don't even care what movie i'm seeing it's just so i can get popcorn and a i, big mean, I know that soda.
0: like that's the best part it's <laughs> I, <was> like, like, <laughs> I, I knew that
1: And i'm preaching yeah uh-huh. i'm just yeah um that's fun
0: yeah well, what about you
1: What was your week? I, well, Friday was not the last day before break. I still have three days of finals and I've never been at a school that has gone to like a Wednesday for winter break. So it just, it feels weird. Um, But it is what it is. And it's been fine. We were just like been reviewing and (laughs) Uh, I'm sure you're like, this is so boring. But let me tell you. The on Friday, we played this like review game on some website that I've never heard of before. But there's like games, uh, and the kids like answer certain questions. And so I looked up like geometry questions, blah blah blah. And (laughs) one of the things is like you throw snowballs, like in the it's like a video game, and you answer questions right, you get snowballs, and then you like throw them at the other characters, the other people. Um, okay, it's like sure. But then, <laughs> let me tell you, it's so cute. Each person when they like sign in is this little like circle blob with like legs and like a smile. <laughs> and they're all these little colors and then their names are like, you know, pop it up with uh, the thing. Anyway, the first game I ever played with these kids, I was the host because I'm a teacher and like they're playing the game. So I'm just like watching them play the game. But then for another period, I signed in and then it like made me a player (laughs) and all of a sudden i was like wait why am i on the screen and it had my full name and these kids are like who's Anne marie and i was like okay first of all is anna Anna marie (laughs) anna marie uh and anyway so then i was like well i'm gonna answer these questions so i had to answer these like geometry questions about angles and whatever and man i was pummeling these kids with snowballs (laughs) One of the classes I got first place, I got so freaking excited that I just totally dominated these kids. Um, and then in one of my classes, like they have to put in their names, obviously. And ugh, there's always those kids that are like, your mom. And I'm like, okay, bye. So I just like, I delete them and they have to sign in again with their real name. Um, but then there's this one period. So I, again, it was like Honor Marie Newell. And then another little blob popped up and it was like, the Newellster and I thought someone hmm. else put that in yeah like one of the students didn't put their real name but they put the Newellster and I said I'll allow it and then another person was like they typed in Miss Newell and then another person typed in Mathematician which (laughs) (laughs) that's my Uh -uh. handle on like TikTok (laughs) um so it's like almost the entire class is like some form of me, and they're these little tiny blobs, and I'm running around the screen with, like, typing my arrows, and and then literally, like, all the other kids are also following me on the screen. They just look like little tiny ducklings following me. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen, ever, Um, and they totally killed me with snowballs. So. I'm
0: obsessed with this story that it was <laughs> two minutes long. It's great. Okay. One thing listeners need to know about Anna Marie... Is she has this really super endearing quality called if she knows that a story's going too long, she will add more details. Am I wrong? No, of course not. <laughs> there was a
1: thing back in my day where it was called like the story basket. Have you ever heard of the story basket? No. Okay, I well,
0: not. now you're hearing about it. Well, I'm sure I've experienced it all of our friendships, so keep going.
1: <laughs> the thing is, like, if someone tells a story. And it's like a terrible story or there was like no point or whatever. They're like, okay, put it in the story basket. And it's almost like throwing it in the trash can. But the listeners are like, you know, your friend, supposedly your friend, holds their hands like in a circle and you're supposed to like toss your story into their hands. Okay, so anyway, that was a thing. It happened to me all the time
0: in high school. (laughs)
1: Okay. So I would tell a story, and of course, I would laugh so hard, like during the story, and I could not get through it because, like, I'm hilarious. But I think I thought I was like a little too hilarious in high school. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. then, I w- one time I got like a class-sized.
0: <laughs> we are at nine minutes. This is <laughs> up four minutes of a story. <laughs> the best part is we have a video showing she can see my face going (laughs) like eyes open hands up like are you still going and it reinforces it okay but like really long story short (laughs) i told my college room
1: i told my college roommates about story basket in california (laughs) and then they started doing story Basket. (laughs) Um, okay. Anyway, Brittany, I'm so excited for
0: our episode today. Oh, Tell everyone my what's going to happen. Um okay, so today we are going to be discussing Ted Lasso. This <sighs> is I don't know. Ted Lasso is the show I I was a little bit late and by late I mean like 2 or 3 months late <laughs> to the game. Mm-hmm. Um but when my sister pitched it to me, she said, "Hey, this show like has healed a lot of my anxiety and my sadness from COVID and Mm -hmm. so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to discuss this show today. It played a big part in our like roommate. It did. Like we sat and watched Ted Lasso as roommates during COVID and so I mean it was kind of one of those shows that I don't know just really filled some holes and just brought a lot of happiness and joy and light and we Mm -hmm. want to kind of give a little bit of a disclaimer today that like we're going to be talking a lot about Ted Lasso just in general because the first episode <laughs> is great but it really doesn't depict like the mm-hmm. overarching goodness that is this show would you agree with right. that yeah. I agree I mean
1: I'm almost to the point where like Brittany should we start an entirely new podcast like just about Ted
0: Lasso like I mean <laughs> I I think it's so <laughs> I would be down for that Ted Lasso yeah. would you say t- your Ted Lasso is your pen 15 I think so, yes. I think yeah. I would. I mean,
1: and I know it's already come out. We've already did, what, our third episode of our show was um, Smash. And it's like, hey, everyone, Smash is on Marie's favorite show. Well, I think Ted Lasso is, like, tied for first.
0: Yeah. It's such mm-hmm. a good show. So, Ted Lasso's, uh debuted on August 14th, 2020. So, picture yourself in August of 2020. <laughs> I can't even remember. So, um... The little uh, blurb, because I'm not going to call it the tagline anymore, because it's not. It says, American college football coach Ted Lasso heads to London to manage AFC Richmond, a struggling English Premier League football team. That's basically... Yep.
1: That's just the description of the thing. But of here's the...
0: the tagline. Are you ready for it? I am. Out of his league. <laughs> I I, who comes that. up with these that's te- i mean it's not a good one it's not as good as americans that was a good I, one Well, it's not terrible though out of his league i guess because well, he is but what also would, it's honey
1: oh, did you say punny i did say punny okay i like it <laughs> <laughs> well so here's the thing this show um is actually based off of commercials do you know this it's Based off of some SNL sketches, right? No, they are NBC sports commercials. Like, long segments. So, yes, they are kind of, like, uh, comedy sketches. Um, And, yes, Jason Sudeikis, who is the, like, main character, Ted Lasso. And he was on SNL. But this is, like, NBC sports where I think NBC was starting to show, like, European soccer. And that's, like, you know, a big deal and kind of new to Americans. And so... Jason Sudeikis, like played this character, Ted Lasso, he's this American football coach, and he's like, so goofy and doesn't know anything about soccer. And then he becomes a soccer coach. So that's what these commercials are. And he's just saying like, silly things and kind of ignorant things. Um, That was, I want to say, eight, nine years ago. And then all of a sudden, there's this TV series, Ted Lasso. Yeah. So that's how it started. Um and so the creators are Brendan Hunt, Joe Kelly and Bill Lawrence. Brendan Hunt is um also the man who plays his Ted Lasso's like right-hand man, uh Coach Beard. Um Yeah, should we talk about like the
0: cast and the plot? Yeah.
1: All right. All right. So, I mean, like I mentioned cast the, you know, title character, Ted Lasso, played by Jason Sudeikis. Uh, I mean, a lot of people probably know him from Saturday Night Live. He's been in lots of other movies. Well, something that comes to mind is like Horrible Bosses.
0: Is that, do you know that? I think so. I think what I was surprised by is like other shows that I've seen him in. He's kind of like always this like smug jerk.
1: Yes. like and then you see, him as,
0: you see him as Ted Lasso and Ted is this like optimistic what could you say about ted he's like this optimistic coach happy-go-lucky yeah just like midwestern
1: fun-loving guy so brendan hunt another creator is coach beard Mm -hmm. which do we ever know his first name i don't think so i don't think so either at first i was like is this a nickname i can't tell if it's actually his last name but anyway he is like the other coach Assistant
0: coach? He's like, yeah, he's the assistant coach, but they were coaches together in the American. Yes, in Kansas. And they're the only two Americans in the series. Yes.
1: There is Rebecca Welton. So the character Rebecca is played by Hannah Waddingham, and she is the owner of this football club, and Mm -hmm. she got it through divorce settlements. So her husband, Rupert, used to own the club and then they got a divorce and somehow she got it from him um there is higgins uh played by jeremy swift sorry (laughs)
0: leslie higgins a female junior (laughs) he's a female
1: junior oh my gosh he's so funny uh he is the you know director of communications he's kind of like her assistant in a way he used to be rupert's assistant or right-hand man but then uh he kept his job (laughs) when rebecca uh took over yeah there is um the actor brent brett goldstein and he plays roy kent who is um, the captain of this richmond football team and he's like he's also the veteran player he's been playing for a lot longer than everyone else super famous everyone loves him but he's nearing
0: his end kind of and he's like a curmudgeon like curses all the time says the f word every other word <laughs> yes very endearing yeah but just this grumpy angry player
1: and then there's um the character nathan or nate played by nick muhammad he starts out as the kit man the mm-hmm. kit boy uh so how is what's the equivalent of that i want to say water boy yeah 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 that's yeah that's Okay. He's kind of like the team's assistant. He's always there during practices. He like cleans things up anyway, that's Nate. Um, and then like of course, there's like a whole team of players. There's lots of other people. There's a woman named Keely Jones and she's played by Juno Temple. Oh. She is the girlfriend of this like star player, Jamie Tart, played by Phil Dunster. Um, and so they they're in like almost all the episodes. There's another player named Sam Obasanja, and he's played by Toheeb Um, And then again, just like a whole list of other people. But those are like the main, you know, main players, main cast of this show. Um, yeah, I want to say I saw an interview with Brett Goldstein. So again, he plays Roy Kent, and he's one of the <clears throat> like head kind of Not necessarily a writer of the show, but he's definitely like from it in it from the beginning. And I was watching a an interview with him, and he was saying, yeah, they were trying to cast someone to play Roy Kent. And they couldn't find anyone. And then at some point Brett was like, Well, maybe I should do it. (laughs) And everyone's like, Are you kidding me? Like, no way. So then kind of secretly he recorded himself or he tried or they recorded him kind of, you know, enacting a scene. And all of a sudden they were like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you are Roy Kent, which apparently, I mean, Brett Goldstein is probably just the opposite of Roy Kent. So like no one thought that he would be, you know, Roy. And then apparently he's perfect, which he is. Like we've now seen
0: Brett Goldstein as Roy Kent. Ah, He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he is. So I think what I want to say before we get into the plot of this episode is when we're introduced to each of these characters, it's kind of this, besides Ted and Coach Beard,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It kind of feels uncomfortable because they all just are very British and not <laughs> welcoming for him, like Ted and Coach Beard, to be in this new role as their coach. And so, but what I will say is, as you continue to watch the series, um, every character becomes endearing. Mm-hmm. That's true. Minus maybe one or two, but like every yes. character, including the ones that are the most unlikable at the beginning. Um, become just really lovely, endearing characters that you root for mm-hmm. and you want you want the best for them. And so, yep. yeah. Do you have anything else about the cast? I just think everybody's casted really well in this show, and I think um, yeah. I'm excited to kind of discuss how the show is impacted. Yeah,
1: I agree. And you already mentioned that Jason Sudeikis used to play a lot of roles. Um, like, in the roles that I would see him, he was it was kind of like raunchy roles or yeah. just movies that like Anna Marie wouldn't feel comfortable watching or whatever. So then I was sitting there one day in our living room back in the good California. California? <laughs> <What? laughs> I don't know what's California. Sure. And I was like, oh, I want a new show. I'm sitting here like cross-stitching, and I thought, I'm just gonna watch something. And uh, I thought I was looking at Apple TV and I saw this, you know, I saw the promo for it and I thought, "Uh, Jason Sudeikis, do I want to put myself through something kind of gross? That's literally what I thought. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to watch the first episode and obviously I can stop it if I want to. And I watched the whole thing. And honestly, the whole time, and we'll get into the plot of what happens, but the whole time I was thinking when is he going to become Jason Sudeikis? You know, when is Ted going to like break this goofy character and like, when is it going to turn gross or like very sexual or whatever? Cause that's what I had seen him in and it didn't. Hmm. And so then, so that was going through my mind the whole time. Um, And we can talk about this later, like when we do reviews, but that definitely played a huge
0: role in like what I think of this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. I love that. Um, Yeah. And also, it doesn't hurt that Jason Sudeikis is extremely good looking. He's also one of those guys that falls under the category of, like, attainably good looking, you know?
1: (laughs) And here's the thing. He, I'm sure everyone, like, knows what he looks like, uh, or as Ted Lasso, he has this huge mustache. Yeah. Mustache. Like, not even, like, beard. Just mustache. And I have never, ever
0: liked full-on mustaches on men.
1: But it works.
0: It works. All right. So let's go ahead and start in the plot. The first mm-hmm. uh, scene that we have is Rebecca. Um, and I think that um, Hannah Waddingham, she is so perfect for this role, right? She yes. is very put together. She's always wearing like a pantsuit or a, like a dress mm-hmm. with like she is sharp. Her hair is beautiful. Like she is just a powerful woman. Yes. Um, and so she calls in the coach. She fires the head coach. She says, I I don't like you. You're a misogynist, and I can always see your testicles when you sit down. So for that reason, F off, get out of my office. And it's this power move where you're like, mm-hmm. wait, what's happening? And then, you know, and then it cuts to her hire, and it's Ted and Coach Beard on a plane on the way back, or, mm-hmm. and they're headed to England. And immediately, in every review I saw. this is your introduction to ted this extreme opposite of who uh rebecca is right Mm -hmm. she's very buttoned up and very um cold at that beginning scene to this guy who's like kneeling and got his head like hands on the back of his seat and he's talking to his coach and is like okay i'm gonna take a nap if we see each other in our dreams like that let's act like we don't know each other (laughs) Goof around, like we don't know each other it's mm-hmm. just like so precious so you know they land in england they meet the team we're introduced to nathan who is the kit manager nathan is a really fascinating character mm-hmm. um because at the beginning we see him his our very first introduction is him screaming at these two men who are walking on the grass right yeah. and he's like get off the grass get off the grass and then once he realizes that they are above his like, they are his supervisors, mm-hmm. he immediately comes into this, like, groveling, sniveling kind of like, I'm so sorry, if you want grass here, take some, you know, and mm-hmm. I just think that's an interesting introduction, just knowing where his trajectory goes as yeah. as the series goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, because we really are introduced to who he is right away. Um, and no, you so don't you don't know it, right? Mm-hmm. So Ted and Coach Beard arrive in London. They meet Rebecca. He's immediately thrown into a press conference. Who do we meet at the uh, at the uh, news news press conference? Trent Krim,
1: the independent.
0: He is this cold, and he comes into play several times in this series, yes. But he is this like reporter that has no time for this and basically just says, this is a joke, right? Like, mm-hmm. obviously a joke. Um, and Rebecca, through this whole time, like when Ted first meets her he says I read about your divorce and she goes yes it was pretty awful and he goes how are you doing yeah. and you see this like look on her face of oh what that c- catches her off guard so it does you know in at the end of the press conference she jumps in cuz everybody kind of gets on Ted and it's like you don't know what you're doing this is a joke you're going to run this into the ground and she basically comes in and saves him and is like where are your manners like Mm -hmm, she's mm -hmm. just so classy ends the meeting and she's like all right go on and go meet the team and as she and higgins are standing there he's like i think he's gonna do great and she goes no he's not i hired him to run this into the ground like she hires him to fail basically but he doesn't know that Mm -hmm. and she She says yeah go ahead
1: Yeah, she wants to like ruin this club because it was like the one thing that her ex husband loved, and she wants to torture him for what he did to her. And he cheated; he's awful, yeah, Yeah. he's terrible. Um, and she's really this is like vengeance, yeah, towards
0: him. And it is; it's true vengeance. And then Higgins is like, "What? Why are we doing that?" She's like, "Well, you didn't have a problem." you know, sneaking women into Rupert's office and mm-hmm. and you were my friend and you didn't have a problem doing that. So we see this immediately at the beginning. At first, we don't really understand her motives. And then it's like, oh, her motives are to ruin this club because she hates her ex-husband. And that's really important to remember. We meet her ex-husband and he's awful. Like mm-hmm. just this pompous jerk, right? So yes. Ted and Beard observe training Um, they're introduced, and I what I love about this is Ted truly knows nothing about soccer at all. And Beard knows everything. Like Mm -hmm. he knows all the players, he knows all the plays, and he truly knows how soccer works. So I think that's a really fascinating thing. So we're Mm -hmm. introduced to all these players that Anna Marie talked about at the beginning. And, you know, at in the locker room, Ted introduces himself to the team and nobody's impressed. Um, however, we are introduced to Keely, Mm -hmm. who is just this like famous for being almost famous, famous. She's, she's like a model mm-hmm. right and she's also Jamie's Jamie Tart who's this very arrogant soccer player right. um, but he's kind of this hotshot very young soccer player and she's his girlfriend mm-hmm. and so she comes into the the room and and they're all laughing and joking and it's clear like they become friends like you see like this little friendship spark between the two of them
1: well yeah so let me say <laughs> let me actually describe a little part of this because it's like one of my favorite parts of this whole pilot episode and you also you get to know a lot of you get to know Ted through this and Keeley so Ted mm-hmm. he like wants to hang this sign above his door and all it, it's like this yellow poster board or poster paper and it says believe on it mm-hmm. like hand painted and he's hanging it all by himself no one's helping him Keeley comes in and she's like looking at it <laughs> stand back and they're looking at it it is so crooked it is yeah. like there's no way that anyone would actually think that that is straight if they were like doing it it's to me that is like a laugh out loud moment and she's like i believe it's crooked so then she starts help or he like starts redoing it she's like oh lower it on the left lower it on the right low- oh that's perfect and it's like oh how great and then she walks away he walks away and the camera shows the signing. It's crooked like the other way. <laughs>
0: it's so much. She's like, that's perfect. And I just, I love that scene. Well, I think when we first meet her, you're kind of like, oh, who is this girl? She's like this little itty bitty blonde. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like loud and kind of, uh, I don't know, seems like obnoxious at first, but not not really. But she could be mean. Like you don't mm-hmm. really know who she her, her character is. But what I really love is they all leave. And then Ted's walking into the locker room and he's taping. Um, like black tape over a naked woman in one of the lockers. We don't and at that point you don't really realize well, yeah, and you don't realize that at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's coming back to get Jamie's cell phone, and after she's done the whole sign thing, she looks to see and it's like her picture, and he's like taped over her naked chest. Yeah, and it's just (laughs) and then she gets this little like look on her face, and it's just really charming. And their friendship Mm -hmm. really is very sweet through the whole series. Very, very sweet. Um and so that's the um after this scene we see Ted walking through the streets he gets back to his apartment he settles in and it seems sort of sad and you don't really understand mm-hmm. why yeah. at this point like you're like oh this man has had this like from the moment we see him just this big huge smile very charming very optimistic and it's not fake it doesn't come off fake at all but he's on the phone with his wife and his son Mm-hmm. And we find out through this conversation that he and his wife are going through marital problems. Yeah. Yeah, there's like they're separated for a little bit. And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. So that is the pilot episode. Overall, strong pilot. Let's go and talk about some ratings and some mm-hmm. um what IMDB and some of the critics have said. Is that good with you? Yeah. So on IMDb, there was an overall score for the season or of the show, 8.8, which is a really high rating. I think that's one of the higher ones we've had on um, IMDb. Mm-hmm. For the episode, however, it's only a 7.8. Rotten Tomatoes, the average uh, tomato meter was 95% for season one. Mm. And the audience score is 84%. For, for You said for the whole season? For the whole season, yeah. Okay. So Kevin Fallon from The Daily Beast wrote... Uh, this really great review, and and it's entitled How Ted Lasso Changed Our Lives at the Darkest Time. When Ted Lasso debuted uh, during the pandemic, its niceness was positively radical. The reason it burrowed not just into the zeitgeist, uh, but also our collective psyche, is that for all the laughs, Ted Lasso offered near-incessant revelations about who we are as people and the potential for goodness in our lives. At a time in our lives... When we needed a, a pep talk to feel like the impossible could happen and more like we could be the the ones to rise up and accomplish it, this show really did feel like a miracle. Ted Lasso reminded us of our own happiness uh, agency at a time when we had become certain that such serotonin would never be experienced again. It would never be instant and the work might be brutal and uncomfortable, but it might also be the most rewarding kind of work there is.
1: Yeah.
0: Ugh right? <laughs> so true.
1: So I also read a little article, but actually I read this, I want to say a year ago or over mm-hmm. a year ago. This article was a, written by a person who writes things about shows. <laughs> and like he had interviewed Jason Sudeikis about Ted Lasso. Like, And this article that I was reading was after the fact. And, and this reporter was actually, he mentioned that before he he had gone to Jason Sudeikis to interview him. I think his brother died or like his father died. Yeah. And so of course this report, I mean, can you imagine just like losing someone so dear and he has to go and do his job with this like celebrity. And I think Jason Sudeikis could tell, I mean, that this man was so upset, but still trying to do his job. And, and like after the interview, Jason had like reached out to this reporter to like follow up and say, are you okay? And he, and there was something in the, in the article that I can't remember, but there was, there was just like this note that Jason Sudeikis had sent to this man trying to like console him in such almost an inconsolable time. Yeah, And, and that right there is like Jason Sudeikis is Ted Lasso, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the the genuine and and like the caring side of Ted, like that is Jason, which it gives me this hope like you've mentioned, um, but also it makes me feel better because I was scared to watch the show because of Jason Sudeikis and yeah. what I had seen him in. And so it's just so nice to know and have this like confirmation that there are people out there like ted and and like the other people in the show it's not just ted um his character that's the nice one like in this series but like you've mentioned a lot of the other characters step into their personalities and their qualities and we we get to know keely and what the type of person she is and her love for the people around her and then even roy yeah the like curmudgeon captain i mean he like loves his niece and his niece loves him and it's just like it's so endearing and so this show i loved reading that article because it just it showed that like the show is real
0: yeah I, and i think i think what i could get emotional when we we're talking about this show because mm-hmm. i can put myself back into covid and i can put myself into this like very lonely dark place and here's the thing listeners you have to know our house was so blessed Mm -hmm. we had three other two other roommates so christina you me Mm cammy and all of us were struggling with different things during covid and yet there we were like a family when none of us had family close by Mm -hmm. and so even with that individually i know all of us struggled during covid for various reasons. And so something about the authenticity of the show being there was no drama. And I mean, there is drama, but it's all like, even when Rebecca finally fesses up and sees like, oh my gosh, Ted is, I'm I've made this huge mistake after all of these horrible things she's done to this man to make truly a joke out of him. Mm-hmm. And she apologizes, okay? If you haven't watched the show, I'm sorry to interrupt or to to spoil it, but feel free to go ahead and watch. I I don't know. I don't think too many people haven't seen it, but Mm -hmm. he looks at her and at a moment you're like, oh my gosh, how is this? And as listeners or as viewers of the show, we know how this trope goes in other shows. We know that there is this possibility that it's going to be this huge archetypal archetypical like, Mm -hmm. um, drama that's going to happen that's yeah, going to backfire
1: he'll leave or it's like their friendship is totally ruined but the trope
0: is broken yeah the trope doesn't happen in this show he looks at her and he says i forgive you mm-hmm. and she looks and she's like what why why i've uh, after all of these things i've done and he says divorce makes us do really hard things Yeah. and it makes us not our best person but i forgive mm-hmm. you And then he sticks out her he sticks out his hand
1: to like shake her hand and she goes in for a hug. Right. And that is like the complete it would have been the opposite, right? Like Rebecca would have done the handshake and that right there, huge character development. And like Anna Marie is
0: crying on the couch okay as ted lasso progresses and we see his character development we also see little cracks in how sometimes this positivity also Mm -hmm. isn't always serving to you as a person right and we see him have panic attacks yep and we see him have like moments where he is not his best self or when he really is trying to deal with like a lot of trauma that we as viewers find out as the se- the series goes on and through season two that he's dealt with like a lot of loss and trauma in his life yeah. and his way of handling it is to be positive
1: yeah like later in season two um the team gets like a team therapist yeah and it's really fascinating to see the interaction between ted and this doctor yeah Another thing that's great about this show is, yes, they do talk about, I mean, they they name panic attacks. They mention mental health and they talk about like how people deal with. They talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's interesting because there are other shows, I think, where, you know, mental health is mentioned. And I feel like they're like extremes, kind of like there's either characters who just like are all for it. And therapy is great and all that stuff. Or then there's other people who are, like, so against it. And I feel like this show in season two does a good job of, like, making it real. You actually get to know the therapist and what she goes through and, like, Ted's viewpoint of therapy because he has experienced it through his divorce and then, like, through his childhood and stuff. And so, yeah, you see this, like, really positive man or this man who seems positive all the time and you actually see him kind of like get vulnerable at certain times certain yeah. moments and i just it's
0: so great i mean whoever is writing this is like doing a great job it's really <laughs> great and i i think so what I, I i think to sum up why season 1 was so needed at the time is that i think it did allow us to see that it's okay to be going through hard times And that also there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that Mm -hmm. it's okay to focus on that light. And it's okay to look at around us and see the beautiful relationships and miracles that happen. Mm -hmm. Like even if it doesn't seem like miracles happen. And I think that Ted Lasso season one reminded us that it's okay to see that and that we all needed happiness at that time in Mm -hmm. the world. And what I love about season two is as, as people have sort of shaken off the shackles of COVID and, you know, we're not wearing our masks as much anymore during this Mm -hmm. time season two debuts. And it is harder. It is, there is a little bit more conflict. There are characters that take a turn and aren't Mm -hmm. as optimistic who don't believe in Ted Lasso. And so again, it's the perfect show. I think, Mm -hmm. I I think it's such a beautiful show.
1: Yeah. Um, There's another thing. I mean, like we mentioned in the pilot episode, Ted is – it's like, why is he even there? Like, why would he choose? Why would he agree to do this if he doesn't know anything about soccer? And what comes out is, sure, he's not an expert in the sport, but he's a good coach. Yeah. And what does it mean to be a coach? Do you have to be, like – an ex, you know, star player and like literally know everything and all the rules? Or do you know how to motivate? Do you know how to encourage? Do you know how to love people for who they are and what they could do and like help them reach their potential? And I absolutely love that message in this whole show. I, I find that it, I find parallels with it um, when it comes to teaching,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I love that. I mean, Ted is a great coach. Yeah. <laughs> and and yes, he does learn more about soccer. And he, he kind of understands a little bit more like by the end of season two, maybe. Um, but he's really there to be this like figure to help guide the players. And like, that's what they needed, you know, and yeah. ugh, ugh, it's so good. Everyone needs to watch it. What's your favorite quote? Well, so another thing that we haven't mentioned is, yes, Ted is always so positive, but, like, man, the way that he talks, he talks in so many pop culture oh, yeah. references it's great. and, um, like, all these funny, like, metaphors. And when I watch his show, I'm like, he's so witty. It's funny because, like, he kind of comes off as this, like, stupid, like, not smart yeah. person. Yeah. But let me tell you, like the things that he knows and the way that he sees connections between things, like he is very intelligent and I just, uh, I think I want to be as like witty as he is um, or like quick, quick on his like banter. I
0: can't, I don't know. Do you have a favorite? I do. Well, and to go on like the fact that he seems like this like kind of idiot bumbling guy, mm-hmm. um, which I read about, like they were saying, like, it's a fine line of not being like, a joke he's like a leslie nope kind of character right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and uh where you're like well she could be super obnoxious and there's times where she's obnoxious but like overall it's endearing right yeah but my favorite quote is when rebecca goes oh ted do you believe in ghosts and he goes <laughs> well yes i do but more importantly
1: i think it's wait how's he say it? hold on but more importantly i think they need to believe in themselves you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do you take your tea well usually i take it right back to the counter because someone has made a horrible mistake but when in rome right well look at that <laughs> he hates tea he's
1: like well i always thought tea would taste like hot brown water and you know, you know what? what i was right <laughs> this horrible, is terrible. terrible thank you <laughs> um like with a smile on his face he's so funny at one point he comes in oh that he's like meeting rebecca and he's like hi mrs welton and she's like oh rebecca mrs welton is my father and then he's like If that's a joke, that's hilarious. And if it's not, I'd really love to unpack that with you sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Talking about, I want to talk about Coach Beard. So he's like the assistant coach, second with him comes with Ted from Kansas. He knows Ted oh yeah so well, hundred percent. He knows his metaphors and I just think they're like they're so cute. They're like the perfect. Um, team, you know, pair, at one point, Roy is in their office. It's like, hey, Roy, like, wow, like, we're so excited to work with you. And, and Roy is just like, yeah, I have had a good career, but didn't think it would be ended by Ronald McDonald. <laughs> and, and then he leaves. <laughs> and Ted to coaches, or Ted to beard is like, are you gonna let him call you that? And he's like, I think he I don't think he was referring to me. And then this is what he says. So Ted, um, Ted says, "Well, he thinks he's mad now. Wait till he we win him over." Mm-hmm. And then just like without a skipping a beat, Coach Beard is like, "He'll be furious." <laughs> and it's just so funny because like he's a very stoic man, facial expression wise. Like he's the opposite of Ted. Yeah, but it, it's almost like he
0: he's the same in a way. I'd like to think I'm the coach beard to your Ted Lasso. (laughs) Am I wrong? Is that right? Uh, Well, yes, I am not Ted Lasso. I wish I was Ted Lasso. Well, I don't think I'm naturally a Ted Lasso. I think because my mom is like a Ted Lasso. Oh yeah. You know? And so I, I love that idea of growing up with positivity and mm-hmm. I think everybody needs somebody like that in their life who can mm-hmm. like bring in this like optimistic side of things. But as, as a person who can see like realism pretty easy. Yeah. Pointing at myself, <laughs> uh, it can be hard. And and it, I have to remind myself and I think what I like about the show is it made me really look for the people in my life who are like that.
1: Mm. If the world were full of Ted Lasso's, It'd be too much. It'd be like, too much. There have to be the beards. Like there have yeah. to be Keeleys. Yeah. And oh man, we haven't even mentioned Sam. But like, guys, when you hey listeners, like when you watch the show, you are gonna love Sam Obasanya. Danny player. Rojas. Danny, Danny, Danny Rojas. Football is life, and football is death. <laughs> but it's also a game. But it's also life. I love um, the show. It's so good. <laughs> well, okay, so one last thing I want to say. I think a lot of the characters at first present themselves as stereotypes. But I think this show, it like tears down these stereotypes. Because we get to know Keely. We get to know Rebecca. And it like, it really, at least for me, it, like opened my mind and my eyes to like, wow, even the skinny model can be a nice person too, you know, or like even Ted Lasso, even the person who's always positive, like they're going through some hard things too. And they're not perfect and they make mistakes. Uh, Okay. I want to know your ratings for this pilot episode.
0: All right. So. Out of five flames. This is really hard to do for uh, the show because honestly, the show, to me, everything's five out of five. Yeah. For the pilot episode, I'm going to say acting is a five. <laughs> I mm. think that the acting is really, really great. Um, I really enjoy all of the characters. I think each character comes into who they are. We know exactly who they are right from the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The score, I think that the music in this show is really well placed. I think they do a good job with different songs, like maybe even... um musicians that I maybe haven't heard of yeah. a lot of times um, and the score is just really beautiful. And so I'm also going to say five out of five um, <laughs> for the pilot episode. I think that the script, it sets us up perfectly. Like um, we know, I don't know. I like that it sets up that we think Rebecca's on his side and then it's pulls a switcheroo and she's not. Yeah. And I think that the way that that sets up the whole series um, gives it like a perfect score to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that they have great dialogue. I think that, again, it's that British humor um, that we talked about with Ghosts, where it's very (laughs) farce, and also, like, it can be right up front. So it's this mixing of, like, American humor with English humor, and it's really well done. So Mm -hmm. for that reason, I'm also going to say, like, yeah, the script is a five out of five. Okay, so here's the thing. (laughs) Makes me want to watch it more. I watched the first episode and I when I first watched the series and I did not keep watching. Hmm. Um and I will say that I, I it wasn't that I didn't like it, it just didn't pull me in enough yeah. to want to keep watching it more. So I watched hmm. the first episode in Minnesota and then I came home and you guys were watching it and hmm. you were like, "Hey, we got to you got to watch the show." So I came into the show like on the third or fourth episode and then watched the rest of it with you guys and then went back and rewatched it. So makes me want to watch it more. The pilot episode, I'm going to say four out of five. However, the entire show, obviously, since I've watched the entire show, every time I watch the pilot episode, I continue to watch the whole series. I watched all of season one last last Saturday. Cami and I just (laughs) sat and watched all of season one. Um, So... Once you've watched the whole series, I think that the pilot episode sets it up really well. So then Mm -hmm. you do want to continue watching. Um, My overall score for the pilot episode, I'm going to give it a four and a half um, out of five just because of my first experience. Now, that Mm -hmm. being said, I'm going to say that actually, I think that the whole series is definitely a five out of five. But just Mm -hmm. for the pilot episode, and this is what makes this hard with our show, is that When we've seen a show, we look at the whole series, and it's hard to then go. Oh, but for the pilot episode. But honestly, I think the whole show would be five out of five. But for the pilot episode, we're going to go four and a half out of five. Okay, yeah,
1: I that's exactly right. And I knew going into, I knew when we were going to record this, I thought, oh, this is going to be hard to kind of split or like segment my opinions. Um, Okay. Acting out of five, I actually gave this a four out of five mm. for the pilot episode. And and because if you don't know where it's going, it all seems really cheesy and kind of fake to me. And it's it's hard to know is is it genuine? <laughs> I wanna say specifically Higgins like is really awkward and his acting just seems in the pilot episode, when you, we don't know him, yeah. it seems like, does he know how to say things or act? I don't know. So even though four out of five is still pretty high. Um, soundtrack, five out of five. I think it's very obvious. Um, you can, you really do know, oh, they're playing a song right now and it, it means something and it like yeah. leads into this scene or it's because of something that they said like literally they will take something from the script and it leads into a song. For example, at one point, Ted is beatboxing in front of Keely. And she's like, I never know what to do when a grown man is beatboxing in front of me. And he says, well, hopefully you don't run into Biz <laughs> Well, you know what? <laughs> there was a Biz Marquee song in oh, the boy. credits, like closing credits. So oh, it's just so things funny. like that where it's like, it really makes it, um, Uh, well-rounded or something and just so everyone knows there are playlists of ted lasso songs on spotify the script i gave a five out of five um and it's like you mentioned there's british and american humor there's british and american cultural references and they do a seamless job of incorporating those things and like there's a lot of things that, that Ted doesn't know um, that are British or European, and they do a great job of, like, bringing those things in to kind of teach him and inform him, but also it's not, like, cheesy or or awkward. Um, makes me want to watch it more. I'd say a four, just as pilot. I think it's one of those shows, it's a pilot episode where it's like, um, okay, yeah, I just watched it. I could do without it um it's not like oh my gosh yeah i can't live without it but here's the thing now that i've seen the whole series it, like i i can't live without ted lasso yeah. <laughs> you know so um pilot episode it's just one of those yeah it's a pilot episode another thing i want to say is because i mentioned this comes it's inspired by these like commercials from nbc Mm -hmm. if you go on google if you just search up those pilot um i'm sorry if you search up those nbc sports commercials a lot of the same jokes like literally word for word are in the commercials and are in this pilot episode so that's just interesting i think overall pilot episode i would give it 4.5 ted lasso series it's like a 10
0: i (laughs) I agree it's such a (laughs) good show
1: it is awesome Yeah, um, and another thing that I just really do love about this show, and I don't know if people have noticed this when they've watched it um, or if they care, but the tiniest things come back in this show. There'll be Ted and Beard are walking through their little neighborhood to their apartments or something, and there's, like, this girl playing soccer. She's in the entire series playing soccer. It's, like, the same character, and, like, she's meaningful. It's not just some extra. There's a man playing music like a street performer who you would just think like oh it's just background they just needed someone like on the sidewalk no he like plays a role later in another episode and just the funniest things with jokes like it happens again like the beatboxing thing I mean that happens again like Rebecca was like I never know how to react when a grown man does that in front of me it's
0: like the same wording um yeah it's very clever it is I think it's very well it's such a good show. And honestly, I'm glad that we did it for our last episode in 2022. Yeah. Um, I think that everybody should watch Ted Lasso for not just the humor. Um, yeah, it's really funny, but, like, all the stuff that we've been talking about, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So thanks for watching it again, on
1: Yeah, of course. I, well, now I want to rewatch the whole s- <laughs> series again um just one little tidbit it is on apple tv plus and a lot of my friends like i just know that a lot of people don't have apple tv and so they Mm. can't watch it um so if anyone's listening and they haven't seen it yet i mean somehow scrape together four dollars and 99 cents so that you can watch it right now
0: free month or something
1: yeah, it's so good, and I know the third season though is gonna come back. I think later next year. Nice. Anyway, I'm very excited for that. So me too. Thanks, Brittany. I'm of glad course. that you that you suggested this for us to do.
0: Yeah, I I love Ted Lasso, so I'm always excited to talk about him and the show. So here's kind of what we're thinking for next year, um, in our next little bit, and we've got our feet under us. I'm getting a little bit faster with editing, except for today when we have like a hour and 20 minute episode, but that's (laughs) fine. Um, we've been kind of taking polls on either of our social media. So we understand, like, I don't know, we are really trying to make sure that we get everything, you know, tuned up so that it's, it's not, um so it's what people want to hear. And also something that we like to do as well. And I've had a few friends reach out and say they want to help like be guests on some of our shows. (laughs) So I think like, I really like the idea of, you know, honorary picks, I pick, and then maybe we do like a a listener's listener's choice. choice. Um, Mm -hmm. And so please share over the Christmas season, like our podcast with your friends, um, with your family. It's a fun-loving family-friendly podcast i mean sometimes i say a few swear words here and there but it's not (laughs) anything too excessive um but yeah we just again just want to express our gratitude for Mm -hmm. everything and all of um the support we've had from our friends and the listeners that we have yep yeah all right thank you so much for listening and uh just
1: stay alert to our um instagram we're at pilot lights that's
0: it that's us at pilot lights yeah
1: yeah
0: all right well all right (laughs) happy christmas merry christmas happy new year oh my gosh okay bye (laughs) happy new year
1: (laughs) hey listeners britney's like really on the edge of her seat
0: i am dying
1: because
0: okay, let's get no. No, no. <laughs> We're gonna continue this. What? Because here's the thing. You have been told multiple times by me and Kim, Anna Marie, get what what where are we going with this? <laughs> and she will get a little twinkle in her eye and continue
1: with said story. Cause I've also been told that I'm a great storyteller
0: <laughs> you are a great storyteller you're maybe not so great at reading visual social
1: cues. oh no actually yes I am I just don't heed them
0: oh, that's exactly it okay <laughs> all right I don't okay. even know what I'm gonna take from that <laughs> we cannot include an 11 minute intro <laughs>